Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast, Returning to the Heart of Jesus. I'm your host, Bill Wegner, along with my co-host, Brent Heiser, and uh, we both welcome you here today. And uh, let's let's uh, begin as we begin all good things in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, O Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and we shall be created in you shall renew the face of the earth. In the name of the Father, and of the Amen. Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning, Brent. And uh, as always, it's good to have you here with Thanks, us. Thanks, Bill. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the last uh, podcast that we did uh, last week, uh, we focused on evangelization, and we're going to continue to do that. And we focused on it as... Uh, making it as simple as possible. And a lot of times that means just being present for mm-hmm. someone, whether it's in suffering, in joy, in, in uh, you know, tragedy in life, whatever it happens to be, just actually being there. And unfortunately for me and my wife, Cheryl, uh, we've had about four or five uh, deaths uh, of people that we know in the last uh, few weeks. And we've been present to people in a lot of ways, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. saying some, uh, you know, uh, good words, I think, but uh, mostly just being there and sitting there and hugging them and being with them. And uh, we, so we talked about that last time. And I thought we kind of continue our, our conversation about evangelization. Um, a couple of days ago, the, 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 uh, one of the readings was uh, from James, the book of James. And uh, here, here's what he says to us. He says, be doers of the word and not hearers only, uh, deluding yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his own face in a mirror. He sees himself, then goes off and promptly forgets how he looks. Boy, that's uh, <laughs> that for me. That's a very convicting uh, words there of, of James. He's basically saying, if you're not living out the word that you hear at mass on Sunday, if you're not doing that, you know what is it about? You're 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 just uh, deluding yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but. For me in my life, many, many, many times in my life, I hear the word. I hear it. I read it. I'm in Bible studies. I, I, I hear it at mass. I hear it proclaimed in the homily. I hear it read in the readings. And, and then I, uh, and I say, and I do say to myself, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty convicting. That's what God's calling us to do. And then I promptly go off and don't do it. Exactly. Exactly. Have you had that experience? I uh, have it almost every day. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. You know, and one of the things that that uh, you know th- that I realize is that you know, in reading the word and listening to the word and going to mass and, and hearing things proclaimed and all of that, it's you know, it it doesn't it, it doesn't have any transformative effect necessarily until you try to live it. You know, information mm-hmm. is not necessarily transformation. So it's really when you, as you mentioned, Bill, when you start to do the word, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, this is a verb here. It's, we got to do it. And, 
Yeah. It was only until I started doing the word after I began to understand it that I really understood it. You know, I really understood sure. what it takes to, you know, to love those people who irritate you and, sure. um, you know, to be present in the world, to share the love of God in every situation that you have when you, yeah. you know, if you're like me, when you remember to do it. But yes. um, but yeah, that's uh, it, it, that's all about doing. That's what Jesus did. He preached it, but he did it. And he yes. said, you know, he didn't say worship me. He said, you know, don't worship scripture. Don't worship the word, even though we, you know, we we do read it. We and we um, venerate it because it's important. But he the said, word follow, of God. Me. Yes. follow me, yes. do the things I'm doing. And that's when you that's when you will understand. Sure. I had a, uh, a real sense of that uh, many years ago when I was uh I was with my daughter, Katie, back then. She was probably in the fifth grade or sixth grade. And uh, I was going to do some work at my office, which was in the rectory at my parish. And uh, Katie was with me. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman, and she was, uh, she was a real uh, gossiper, really, always complaining about everything. As a matter of fact, she was the wife of a deacon. And uh, so people tended a little bit to listen to her. but And she used to bad mouth everybody, including the pastor and, and all of that kind of stuff. And, and uh, I tried my best to always stay away from her, but she was, uh, so we were there, we were making some copies, Katie and myself. And, and I heard her voice in the back room. She didn't know we were there and she was bad mouthing someone. And, and it happened to be me. And she was like, Oh, that Bill Wagner. Oh, he's this, or he's that, or he's this, and he's that. And I started to, you know, I started to really get angry, really get angry. So I mm-hmm. said to my daughter, I said, come on, Katie. I took her by the hand and we went down the stairs into my office. But on the way, we saw the business manager. He was on his way up. And I said to him, I said to him, listen, so-and-so is down there in that room. And I don't know who she's talking to, but she is bad mouthing me. And, he, and I was... I was upset and angry. And I said to him, you need to go in there and tell her to shut her mouth because if you don't, I will. And you and she will not like it. And that's how I was. That's how I spoke to him. And, in in and true New Jersey fashion, man. My what? In <laughs> true New Jersey fashion. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody gets angry like that in North Carolina. <laughs> nah, that's for nah. sure. That's for sure. And anyway, so and then after a minute or two, you know, we finished what we were doing and Katie and I were driving home, which is only a mile away. And all of a sudden I got this blast of grace. I got the Holy Spirit got a hold of me and I was like, oh, man, what? So I turned the car around and I go back to the parish and Katie's like, Daddy, what are you doing? What what, what are you doing? I said, "I, I have to go back and ask. Uh, this woman and, and the business administrator to forgive me for the way I acted. And, and mm-hmm. she said, you didn't do anything wrong. I, so I went back and I said to both of them individually, I said, please forgive me. I was so angry and upset before. And, and it would be a great blessing if you would forgive me. And of course they were like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't even, especially the woman didn't even realize that I was upset or angry with her. And uh, right. so we went home 
And a while later, this out being do a doer and people watching you, especially your children. And so a couple of weeks later, Katie shares with me that uh, she's very upset with her best friend, Juliet. And Juliet and Katie liked the same boy in their class. Mm. And she, she, uh, she said to me, we made a deal that neither one of us were going to pursue that to be his girlfriend or anything like that. But then Juliet turned around and became his girlfriend and he, her boyfriend. And trouble, trouble, trouble. Yeah. I'm saying, she said, I'm so angry with Juliet. So about a week passed or so. And I said to her, I said to her, honey, how's it going with you and Juliet? And she goes, daddy, I decided to forgive Juliet for what she did. And I said, oh, wow, that's wonderful, honey. You're getting to be just like Jesus. And she said, I don't know about being like Jesus, but I think I'm getting to be like you. Yep. Yeah. So yep. she, she saw that. She <laughs> saw that whole deal. And, uh, and I did go on to explain to her, the only reason I could do that <laughs> with, with what I did at the parish was because the Holy Spirit got a hold of me. And I say the Holy Spirit got a hold of you, honey. And uh, yep. so that was a real, real teaching moment to be able to say, yeah, it's nice to read it. It's nice to read about <clears throat> forgiveness and reconciliation. But if you don't do it, right. it, means, it means nothing. It means That's right. It means nothing. nothing. One of the, one of the um, most profound quotes that I heard, and I can't remember who said it, but um, the quote is, um, you may be the only Bible that anyone ever reads in other words your life the way you live your life is the example of your faith and you know it's it's it is about being you know being um aware about learning your faith um you know a lot of people you know have said it you know it's about orthodoxy it's about being true to your faith but there's another word too uh that's like that that all we should also uh, we should also be orthopraxy, which means mm. practicing our faith, living it out, just like St. James mm. said. So sure. it's, it's orthodoxy and orthopraxy. Yeah. That, oh, that's, that's for sure. And I, you know, I, I don't look at other people. Um, if I can help it anyway, I don't look at other people and say, Oh my goodness, here's somebody <clears throat> who goes to church every day you know, who does this, who does this, but they're still, you know, they just doesn't, they don't seem to get yeah. in conversation yeah. in, in, in talking about the world and all of that stuff. They're angry. They're upset. They're, and mm -hmm. I don't judge that because I've been that way. You know, right. I've been that way even recently with, uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine and he was talking about, uh, you know, someone he knows and, and, and they're, they're, they're always seem to be upset. And all, all always seem to be scared and, you know, uh, brought on by the pandemic, brought on by politics, brought on by all that. And, and now the, the chance of war in uh, the Ukraine and, and so on and so forth and all that stress. And you know what? I, I've fallen right into that trap just recently myself. Mm -hmm. But I, ha <clears throat> I have to remove myself from that. I have to remove myself from watching the TV and listening to 
you know, that kind of junk. Uh, not that you don't know, you shouldn't know what's going on, but it, it gets to but you. Don't, but you don't get consumed by it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for sure. That's, that's for sure. And uh, so so St. Saint, Saint James tells us that we're supposed to do the word. And that's to me, that's to me. And, and come on, you and I, uh, we live by words. You know, mm-hmm. I, I live by words and I live by uh, speaking to people in, in parishes and, uh, you know, telling them my experiences, telling them what the scripture says and telling them uh, what is our call to holiness mm-hmm. and how do we become doers of the word. And then I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you an incident that happened to me many years ago. I came home from a mission. I probably did five or six in a row and I came home from a mission and my, my two youngest girls were there and I, I was not in a good mood. And I was all over them, you know, blah, 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 you know, saying that. And my Aaron says to me, Daddy, how can you go all around the country and preach to people about loving your enemies and then come home and yell at us? And I was like, Cha-ching. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to say, you little brat. Who? It's right. You know, I hate when your kids are right. You know, I have to say, yeah. At least when they're talking to me, and 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 that's. I think that's the message of today. It's it's you and I, uh, our 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 fellow Catholics in the church, Christians all over the world. We have a wonderful opportunity now in the craziness in the United States anyway, but all around the world, I think, of, of the craziness of the politics, the, the craziness of the, of the almost borders on hatred, the craziness mm-hmm. of, of all the lies and all everything that's going on and the name calling and all of that stuff. We have an opportunity to be the light. We have the opportunity to show, hey, hey, this is, this is our faith. And this is how we live it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I just hate to see us, including just me, to miss a tremendous opportunity like that to evangelize. Just mm-hmm. an unbelievable uh, opportunity to just show how Jesus taught us and, and, and live the word. Right. And, and Jesus said, you know, you will know that they're my disciples by their what? Love, by their love. Yeah. Their love. Yeah. By their love for one another, by their love for their community, and even by the, their love for their enemies. Yeah. That's how you'll know. And you don't have to go out and carry your Bible with you everywhere and thump it around and, yeah. you know, quote scripture and all that. But you are called to love in yeah. every situation, in every situation. And that's what Jesus says. And that's what he does is our example. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, so we're called to, as James says, to be doers. I, yep. Jesus is all about being a doer. That's, that's exactly what he said. My, one of my favorite stories is the, the story of the transfiguration. And, and Jesus is up on the mountain with Peter, James, and John. And see, and he's transformed into, and, and 
and to his glory. And it's, and it's so bright and so beautiful. And, and, and uh, they, the, the three guys, uh, Peter, James, and John, they look up with her. They're knocked to the ground. They look up and they see uh, Jesus. And he's talking with uh, uh, Moses and Elijah. And, and I love Peter's. I love Peter's response to that because he says, he says after a little while, he says to, to Jesus, this is good. This is really good. Let's stay here. Let's stay here. I'll build three tents. We'll hang out. It'll be fun. You know what? Peter didn't want to go down the mountain because you know why? Because they were trying to kill him down there. You know, and he was he just wanted to stay. And I love Jesus's response is Peter. Peter, we have to go back down because we have things to do. We have things to do. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And then they went down. And uh, I, I, I just always thought of Jesus as a, he, he spoke about it. And as you said in the beginning, he does it. He yep. does it. So, he does it. All right. Yep. Well, thank you for our time here together. And uh, I have always appreciate you coming on here, Brent. And Thanks, uh, Bill. adding to, to the uh, conversation. So let's, uh, let's end with a prayer. Let's ask uh, Mother Mary to help us in every way, not only hear the word, but also to do the word. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Name of the Amen. Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Uh, thanks again, Brent. And uh, let's remember this, that Jesus loves you, and so do we. God bless you. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world. Go make a difference. We can make a difference. Go make a difference in the world.